Welcome to the unofficial House of Wind book club, ran by two best friends and self-declared members of the Night Court. Today we are bringing you a special mini-sode, only for those who have finished the entire Akatar series. This is a warning with big flashy lights that this episode will contain spoilers from all of the Akatar books. Listen at your own discretion. Settle in, darling listeners. We've been eager to discuss this with you all season. I know you can hear me from the dark. I know you're listening from afar. I thought that no one could fix me. Can't get hold of my feelings. With you in my head. With you in my heart. I'm not afraid of the dark. Y'all, I've got 13 points this time. 13 accounted for points. Libby, are you ready to go through all of the notes I've got in our fun special book? Yes, finally. Okay, chapter... 33. Is that right? That sounds about right. So the first one's actually in chapter 35. Okay. Took a little bit. So on chapter 35, it is when Amarantha asks Resand if Claire was in fact Feyre. Like if he did see Claire instead of Feyre, right? Right. When he went to the spring court. Page 310, it says, but did you or did you not Tell me that girl, Amarantha said, her tone sharpening as she pointed to Claire, was the one you saw. He stuffed his hands into his pockets. Humans all look alike to me. Amarantha gave him a smile. And what about fairies? Rhysand bowed again, so smooth it looked like a dance. Among a sea of mundane faces, yours is a work of art. Had I not been straddling the line between life and death, I might have snorted. Is Rhysand trying to smooth out Amarantha's anger to save Feyre at that moment because he likes her. He knows they have a special connection. I mean, at this point, he doesn't know they're mates because that doesn't happen until chapter 46. But what what are your thoughts on that? I could definitely see how that's exactly what he's doing is that he's playing coy and just trying to like play into what he thinks Amarantha might want to hear that would protect Feyre. Right. I also think it's possible that he just doesn't want to deal with Amarantha's pissy nonsense and her just being like bitchy and is just like telling her whatever she wants to hear to keep everyone safe not just Feyre but it could also be for himself selfishly like placating her right it would benefit everybody for him to not give her a reason to be pissed right now okay I like that answer at the point I was like I didn't know if Rhysand because I didn't remember exactly when it happened I didn't know if he was like fuck that's my mate and I've got to make sure she's safe it's possible or what right no he doesn't find out until Chapter 46. But I wonder if he knows they have like a special connection or he really, I I, I wouldn't know what other reason he would like, quote, save her. He knows that he loves her after she throws the bone at Amaretha's feet. Okay. So, and this happened before then. So if he is doing this. You think maybe he was just falling in love with him? If, yeah, if he is doing this for Feyre's sake, I think it could just be simply he likes something about her, whether he understands it or not. Okay. And there's feelings that are obviously developing, again, whether he understands it or not. But it's just as possible that it's just going to benefit everyone to not have Amaretha get pissed. On to the next one. So it's literally two pages. One page turn. It is on page three. 
312. And it is when Feyre's like, hi, my name's Feyre. Like, it's me. Feyre's talking about Amarantha at this point, right? Okay. Okay. She must have allowed him more power than the others then, if he could still inflict such harm while leashed to her. Or his power before she had stolen it had been extraordinary for this to be considered the basis remnants. It's when Rhysand has Lucian's mind, mm-hmm. like clawing at his mind. And so is like, oh shit, if this is the base of what he can do, yeah. how big does his power get? And I put dot, 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 you have no idea. Because I don't even think we can wrap our heads around how much power that man has. The foreshadowing was strong with this one. It sure was. And that's why I was like, well, dang girl, just wait, wait a little bit until he's your mate. And then you can actually see what that power does. Okay, we are fast forwarding to chapter 38, page 343. <laughs> Okay, so it's when, for the first time, Rusan shows Feyre his wings. Okay. I believe they're in the dungeon in her cell together. And he came to her because he was, like, sad and wanted to talk to her. And he shows her his wings, right? Yeah. And he's like, I don't really, like, enjoy succumbing to my monster side. And then he shows her the wings, right? And she says, Indeed, it was still Rhysand's face, his powerful male body, but flaring out behind him were massive black membrous wings, like a bat's, like the adder's. He tucked them in neatly behind him, but the single claw, the apex of each, peeked over his broad shoulders. Horrific, stunning, the face of a thousand nightmares and dreams. That again useless part of me stirred at the sight, the way the candlelight shone through the wings, illuminating the veins, the way it bounced off of his talons. She got turned on (laughs) by his wings. I think we discussed briefly that Feyre has very animalistic turn-ons. She sure does. Not surprised. That was not shocking to me. Feyre has specific tastes. She likes certain things and she's starting to become aware of that. (laughs) It made me giggle and think about like, girl, you get so much of his wings. You don't even need to be worried about it. What's funny to me is that like she has no clue. Like Tamlin may turn into this lionistic beast type thing. But when we eventually, was it book three? When we eventually hear the description of Rhysand in his beast form and oh my God, it's on another level. She's got no idea the fun that awaits her. No clue. Nothing. No. But that made me giggle where I was like, girlfriend, you've been locked in a dungeon. You're stinky. You are gross. And you are getting turned on by this Batman and his wings. I don't know about you, but like when I feel icky, Nothing would get me in the mood. There's no way. If I feel greasy and stinky, no. No. You couldn't give me $1,000. Be like, I know you haven't showered in two days and you got oily hair. You wanna? No. Mm-mm. I feel like a monster and I need you to leave me alone. I'm like, I may be able to admire my husband, but like, don't, don't let me not feel like a disgusting beast. Like, I don't want to feel so unequally matched right now. <laughs> I want to feel. Isn't it funny though? When my husband's like, I, I don't know how to explain it, like more rugged or like, I don't know. Like post-workout comparatively? Yeah. Okay. I think he's hot and I see no issue with him. Right. And I would love to have some fun. Other way around, don't touch me with a 10-foot pole. Let me not feel like a beast right now, please. Yes, please. But it just made me laugh that she's literally like basically dying. And she goes, can I have some of those wings, mm-hmm. sir? That sounds great. Okay. Chapter 39, page 345. I'm telling you, every other page at this point, she is looking at her 
tattooed hand and she's mad about it. And she says, every once in a while, I'd say a few words to the tattoo, then curse myself for a fool or curse resand. But I could have sworn that I dozed off one night and it blinked. Okay, do we know if the hand actually sees? Is it the hand or is it the connection or? I'm so confused by it, so confused. Because as we know, this is a big spoiler, when that bond gets broken by the King of Highburn and that tattoo is gone, they still talk to one another in their minds. They still see- In the brains. Right, so I'm very confused at the hand I, blinking seeing i don't know i maybe i've missed it maybe we haven't come across it maybe when we do our deep dive into book two three four five going further we'll be able to find where more information on that is stored but currently i am very from what knowledge i do have very confused on whether this eye thing is actually seeing or not the blinking scares me so what you're saying it is not just me no i i'm also at a loss for how to answer this great because i was like i must be losing my <laughs> damn marbles because i don't think you can actually see out of it i don't think it blinks not just you maybe it does okay same chapter page 348 <laughs> okay it is when she is alone and the two maids come in and dress her up to look nice for the first night when she's going to like go be his little whore and dance. Mm -hmm. He's telling her like why she has paint on her body. She points down to the paint and says, is this necessary? He said, of course. How else would I know if anybody touches you? The dress itself won't mar it and neither will your movements. And I'll remember precisely where my hands have been. But if anybody else touches you, let's say a certain high lord who enjoys springtime, I'll know. He flicked my nose. And Feyre, he added, his voice a caressing murmur, I don't like my belongings being tampered with. Hmm. Mm, why was that hot? It was so hot. It was. Why is that attractive? She's not even his. Right. And I don't like when men or anybody itemizes another person, makes them a belonging. I'm not a fan of that. Right. I'm frustrated that it was so hot. Like I'm, I'm disappointed in myself, but it is. But at the same time, I was like, hmm. Like if my husband said something like, I own you, I'd be like, gross. Mm, Leave me alone. Okay. No, you don't. I'm my own person. Goodbye. I don't like my belongings being tampered with. <clears throat> I guess certain phrasings are less aggressive, like the whole like your mind thing. Like that seems less less of a possessive, like you're an item, more so of a like a romantic. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like when you're, but when you're like I own you, or you, you know, something like that seems way too way too over the line. So I guess wording is important. We say that, but then this is a iron flame spoiler. Ding ding ding! Stop listening if you haven't read it. My chair, my house, my woman. Why was that hot? I know. Maybe it's a shadow daddy thing. <sighs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe it's okay in those circumstances. If my husband said that, I would probably smack him. I mean, I'd probably still get turned on, but I'd probably smack him. See, I don't know. I what is up with that? I feel like it would, something about that is just hot. It is. Those things are hot. They are. And it's like disappointing within myself that I feel that way. But I do. And uh, there, it's an internal conflict that I still haven't resolved, okay? We need therapy, too. <gasps> we also need to go to therapy, clearly. That just got me. 
it just did. I can't handle that. Don't want to like it, but I did. Say it again. Next one is chapter 40. Okay. Oh, if we're talking about Rhysand being sexy again, I got another one. Okay, so I don't even know how to preface this, Elizabeth. Do you know what like a praise kink is? What? A praise kink. Do you know what that is? Is it like good girl? Yeah, okay, that, yeah, okay, great. Mm. Welcome to my life. So it is when <laughs> she beats the second task. Yes. And she's like literally on the verge of losing her shit. And she wants to cry. She's like, tears burn just before pain seared through my left arm. I would never beat the third task. I would never free Tamlin or his people. The pain shot through my bones again and through my increased hysteria. I heard his words inside of my head that stopped me short. Don't let her see you cry. Put your hands on your sides and stand up. Stand. Don't give her the satisfaction of seeing you break. Good. Stare her down. No tears. Wait until you're back in your cell. Count to ten. Don't look at Tamlin, just stare at her. Good girl, now walk away. Turn on your heel, good. Walk towards the door, keep your chin high. Let the crowd part one step after another. Why was that hot? Y'all, I need therapy, I think. I think that if anything, I just felt like happy that she wasn't so alone that like she was about to break and he kept her together. It was okay. It was both hot, but it was also sweet. That's more how I read it, but I'm not far off. I see where you're coming from. I was just like, oh, that is a moment in the book where I was like, he loves her. Like that's, the, there's obviously other things that he'd done, but there's been kind of like malice and other reasons behind his actions. Right. But this was the first moment I was like, oh, he kept her together. He kept her from breaking. He knew that she needed to hear these words and you know fucking Tamlin wasn't going to do anything. No. And the fact that he knew they were at a point in their relationship, he could say good girl to her without her literally looking at him and wanting to kill him, basically. I was like, oh, okay. They've come really far. I don't know. I just thought it was a really sweet moment that made me go, I need to mark this down. We're moving on to chapter 41. There's two back to back. There's one on 374 and 375. This is the music through the vents. Okay. Uh, nothing was more disappointing the first time I read any of these books. And I realized I felt like, oh, thanks, Tamlin. Just to realize it wasn't fucking him. I, nothing made me feel more disgusted with Tamlin. Even though I don't think Feyre and Tamlin ever discussed her thinking it was from him. I don't think we ever got that conversation. I don't think they did. So it's not like he claimed it, but it still felt like he reaped the rewards of something he didn't bother to do. And I was just, ugh. And so like reading it back uh, again uh, in other reads... I was just frustrated that, like, again, Tamlin was reaping the benefits. He was getting the glory. Of shit he didn't do. Right. It made my heart hurt for Rhysand in book one, but it explodes for him by book two when we do get the moment of learning that it came from him. And it's not even like he was like, well, I did that. She realizes it. And that, to me, made it that much better. He was never going to bring it up, never going to rub it in her face. She found it. No, he was never going to take take the, the, credit the credit for it. Yes. Because he didn't need the credit. It made it that much better. I was like, wow. Like, he was not looking for her to thank him. He just did it to do it. And... I mean, I'm pretty sure to him he had moved on past it and accepted that it, it was what it was. It would never get brought up again. 
So I almost wish we could have gotten a perspective of him getting to see her realize it was his. Like, you know, like his POV right. of favor realizing he had done that. Like, I bet that that to him was like, ah, yes, yes, that was me. Like, I, you're learning, you're seeing, you're seeing. Finally, that was me. That was not him. Like. Right. You're seeing me. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was such a moment. I'm going to read it here because because okay. it makes my heart hurt. I looked toward the small vent in the corner of the ceiling through which the music entered my cell. The source must have been far away for it was just a faint stirring of notes but when i closed my eyes i could hear it more clearly i could see it as if it were a grand painting a living mural there was beauty in this music beauty and goodness the music folded over itself like batter being poured from a bowl one note atop another melting together to form a whole rising filling me it wasn't wild music but there was a violence a passion in it a swelling kind of joy and sorrow i pulled my knees to my chest needing to feel the sturdiness of my skin even with the slime of oily paint upon it but even then, I clung to the music, gripping it like a ledge to keep me from falling. I hadn't realized how badly I didn't want to tumble into that deep dark, how much I wanted to stay here among the clouds of light, clouds of color and light. Here's why I'm so upset that Tamlin got credit for this. Resand knew the way to reach her was through art. Mm-hmm. He knew the only way to bring her back would be to show her what beauty still existed in the world. And the way she saw that was through art. She even said she saw the music. She didn't hear the music. She saw it. I can't remember. Did Favor and Risan even talk about her love for painting? Did he even know how artistic she was? I don't think so. He knows her so well that he knew the only way to bring this woman back would be to show her art, show her the goodness that still existed in life. And I was like, I don't know why, but I feel like that's such an intimate thing to know to show someone uh, how do you get better than that well and to later on learn that it's art of the place that's home for him he's sharing the piece of home that he has worked mm -hmm. how hard to keep secret he is risking somehow leaking this piece of his home to her and putting the rest of uh valaris at risk by doing so and he wasn't willing to risk valaris for anyone or anything but her and this human who he barely knew, but five minutes, I mean, obviously more than five minutes, but still. Only five minutes, Libby. In comparison to his 500 plus years. <laughs> it feels like five minutes. So for him to do that, like, Tamlin didn't deserve the credit, but okay. No, and that just makes me so angry because he knew how to reach her. You know what Tim Tam would do, Libby? Huh? You know what Tim Tam would do? Nothing. Okay, but I do understand, I hate it, but I understand that we had to go through rooting for Tamlin to so deeply appreciate all the things Resan ended up doing. Because if we would have just known from the start, it wouldn't have hit as hard and as deeply as it does learning this way. You're not wrong. I just don't like it. Same. Absolutely. When I read that back again, I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Libby? Yes. Tim Tam had so great of an opportunity to get Feyre out during that party when they escaped into the room together. And you know what that man did? He tried to fuck her instead. Ooh. What are your thoughts and feelings on that, friend? I read it a few times the first time I ever read the book. And like at first I was like, whoa, like steamy, like, oh my gosh. And then I was like, wait a minute. I don't know if I could get in the mindset where, where I'd be willing to do these things considering all that I'm going through and all that's happening. I think mentally I would be so depressed. All I would want to do physically is be held. If anything, I don't know that I'd be in a place to want to get the freak on. No. And 
oh my God, we're gonna bring this back to, I guess, our husbands because that we are adults who have husbands and that's like the love of our lives. Could you imagine your husband, you hadn't gotten minutes with him in months, nothing. You hadn't even been able to say hi to him. And the first thing he wants to do is feel you up and not say, hey, I love you. How are you doing? No. Would you not be fucking livid? Yeah, I can't see Skylar doing that though. I mean, of course not. Right. It's so hard to imagine him making any of the choices that Tamlin makes because he's just not that person. And maybe that's why I loathe Tamlin so much is because that's just not the type of person I've, I've ever been interested in. Uh, for personal experience here my husband will literally ask me before he does anything do you want this are you in the mood right now yeah and if i say no no questions about it i love you gives me a hug and walks away yeah if i was to not see him for months and the first thing he tried to do was like viciously kiss me and throw me into a room and instead of making sure i was okay okay hold on let's specify because in my mind just saying, if I haven't seen him in months, I'm thinking they're on deployment, come back. And I know that, that okay, that's where a lot, that. right, right. A lot of people probably would be like, yep, let's go. In this situation where she is being put in life or death situations on a daily basis, she has almost died how many times, whether it's from a challenge or a trial or, or from her being injured or illness, something how many times has she come so close to death and he's just stood there watching it all happen? Immediately you get a moment with them and you're not, are you okay? How do we keep you from being killed here? It's, I, 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 could, uh, I, could, I could use the puss. That's, that's where his mind goes. I'm, look, I'm sorry. That was so, I hated the way you said that. I love you. I hated that. No, but you're right. Like, it's a life or death situation. The vagine. I don't know. However you want me to say it. The vagine. Instead of making sure she was okay or trying to get her out yeah. to safety. There was a moment to escape there. Instead of that, I'm going to look at you, go into a room, expect you to follow me, and then try to fuck you. Even if you couldn't have gotten her out, I like explaining like, hey, I'm not trying to hurt you by ignoring you. I'm not just talk something. But all he seemed concerned about was what he wanted out of it. And it's very disappointing and frustrating. It's funny to me that Rhysand throughout that is like, he said, he's like, I would love to do these things. I would love to put my hands on you. I would love to be the one to, mm -hmm. to put my mouth on yours. You know, like he's made it very clear he's very interested. He's never done that. He's never just forced his way on to her, whether he felt she wanted it or not, which uh, she made it clear she didn't. But still, he's never just taken over in the way that Tamlin did. And the only time he kissed her was to protect her from Amarantha thinking Save that her? she had just hooked up with Tamlin. Yeah. Can I read this part? Because the more I'm looking at it, the more it makes me angry. Please do. Okay. I couldn't kiss him deeply enough. Couldn't hold him tightly enough. Couldn't touch him enough. Words weren't necessary. I tore at his shirt needing to feel the skin beneath one last time. And I had to stifle the moan that rose up in me as I grasped my breast. Gross. I'm going to skip past the sex because <laughs> not in the mood. <laughs> she said, what I felt was wild and hard and burning and so was he with me. And I noted, yes, ma'am, because it was only lust. That wasn't love. That was lust. And lust feels great. You should have lust for your husband. You should have lust for your boyfriend. But at the end of the day, lust is going to get you killed. Yeah. So it just made me mad. I was like, yeah, you feel this raging, wild, crazy stuff because that's what it is. It's lust, not love. Next page. Well, next two pages. 
Page 380. Ooh, another one where my little Reese heart went exploded. Fear is like, why do you even care? Like after Amarantha busted in and he said, why do you care? And Reese said, why do I care? He breathed wrath, twisting his features. Wings, those membrous, glorious wings flared from his back, crafted from the shadow behind him. What do I care? And I was like, miss ma'am. This man has shown he's going to go to the end of the earth for you. Do whatever he can to save you. And you just asked him, why did, why did, why does he care? Well, and at this point, we know that Rhysand knows he loves her. We know this later on. She doesn't know this. Right. But Rhysand knows he loves her. And I think to him, that's got to be heart-wrenching. Imagine you're doing something nice for your husband and whether he knew your feelings or not. And he's just like, why do you care? Like how gut-wrenching would that feel? What do you mean? Why do I care? You idiot. That's how it feels. Exactly. It's like, what do you want? What? You really have to ask me that? Like, that's exactly how that would feel. That was his response. Yeah. Why, why are you, why do you have to ask me that after everything I've done for you? After he literally picked her up when she was about to break in front of Anne Marantha. Here's the thing. I know that Rhysand and Feyre's relationship is described as a slow burn enemies to lovers. The thing is, I don't think Rhysand was ever Feyre's enemy. Never. I think Feyre thought of Rhysand as an enemy. And I don't think Feyre ever had to really endure a slow burn the way that Rhysand does. I think poor Rhysand had to endure the slowest of burns while Feyre kind of came into her realization and her feelings much later on so this just like uh. but he did he had to as much as it sucked he knew he had to oh absolutely it makes my heart hurt to go back and and realize like wow like he wasn't really ever her enemy whether she realized it at that point or not no and then to know that he had to pine he had to slow burn and he was so respectful and so giving to making sure she had what she wanted to be happy, regardless of what he needed for happiness. So uh, it just makes my heart hurt. And for him to just be like, what do you mean? Why do you have to ask me that? What do you mean? Why would I do this? What? Like, how is it not clear to you? And uh, I mean, the music has come into her cell at this point too. Mm -hmm. And he's probably just like, you really just don't see me. You don't see it. You really think... I am this evil guy. And he's like, okay, like to himself, I will be that for you. He just kind of accepts it and plays into that for her sake. Well, that's what she needs from him then. And as much as it killed him, he was like, all right. Exactly though. Can you imagine doing that? Making yourself out to be just such a shitty, evil person, knowing that it's for the, like, how how could you, uh, it, would it not kill a piece of your soul to have to go through that? Like, because to me, that would, that would devastate me. Well, it does. And don't you worry. <laughs> I've got I've got proof of that too. We're moving on. Yes. Chapter 46. Last chapter. That makes my heart hurt. We've got three in this chapter. Jeez. Oh, no, my friend. Chapter 45. No, still 46. Damn it. Page 410. <laughs> we talked about this last episode. When Feyre is literally overwhelmed beyond measure. She is in a new Fey body. Her senses are going times 10 everywhere everything's just so overwhelming yep on and on until every newly heightened sense of mine was chafing and raw and tamlin at last noticed my dull eyes my silence and took my arm not at last kind of hurts at last he finally took recognition of me 
you know, I was just dead. And he finally looked over. At last, he finally took a moment to check with me. Oh, I'm just having a full panic attack here. But I'm glad that he finally looked over at me for a fucking second. He's not feeling me panicking. The vibe that I'm putting out there. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That was my exact thought. Could you imagine how Reese is handling that. And he's in the room. He can see it. Yeah. And he's just got to kind of accept that he is not her comfort person yet. When all he wants is to be that. That. Oh. Not even necessarily romantically. He just wants to make sure she feels safe. You know he wants to be that. But he has to just accept that he's not yet. And that sucks. Would you like to see what I wrote? Yeah. I said, oh, wow. The man you almost died for now can't even take a literal fucking second to read you. Someone who supposedly loves you so much can't even tell your basic needs here. Yeah. Is prioritizing the other high lords over you in this situation. Again and again. Which is funny because we find out later on, Reese Ann said he would have forced, gone into the minds of the high lords and forced them to give what was needed to bring her back. He did not care. He would have done whatever was needed. Tamlin's over here. I, I got some meetings real quick. I know you were just brought back to life, not from anything I asked for or would have thought to do, but because other people just kind of happen to be nice enough. Uh, that's great that you're here. I'm going I'm to go check in with these guys. You know, Saturdays are for the boys. That's, that's the vibe I'm getting right here. Literally, that's, yep. that's how it feels. Yep. Okay, same chapter, page 413. We talked about this last week too because I can't get over it. I looked at him finally. His memberous wings were out. She said memberous wings like 47,000 times. Bestie, we're adding that to your word count. That didn't make it better. Memberous? I don't want to think about the veins in his wings, you weirdo. That didn't make me think that could be attractive. It was just like, oh. oh. No, it's kind of gross honestly it's like a description of skin that i don't want i don't need you could have just said like leathery and i'd be like that's still close enough but like membranous i was like uh i was gonna say that's that's good too much so that pissed me off anyway we're gonna go back his membranous wings were behind him but his hands and feet were normal no talons in sight what do you want it didn't come out with a snap I'd intended, not as I remembered how he'd fought again and again to attack Amarantha to save me. While Tamlin did what? While Tamlin did what? D nothing. I put nothing. I spelled it out with periods in between the lit. Nothing. I liked the clap. The nothing. The syllable clap. That was exactly what needed to be said. She's fucking the wrong man. Okay. <sighs> Same page. Thera said, Why? He knew what I meant and shrugged because when the legends get written, I didn't want to be remembered for standing on the sidelines. <laughs> I want my future, oh, I'm going to cry, my future offspring to know that I was there and I fought against her at the end, even if I couldn't do anything useful because I didn't want you to fight alone or die alone. Okay, here's why I'm teary. Because two things. One, Nyx is going to know that. That's really cute. Secondly, I feel like James would do the same thing. I feel like that is such a good characteristic in a man. He's not only fighting for him. He's fighting for those that are going to come before him and those who have died before him. Yeah. I don't know why. That just made my heart really like hurt. I said, Miss Ma'am, leave Tim Tam and go with him now. So. I think for Feyre, she went from being with a human person in a sexual relationship. And that was her only any type of romantic relationship. I wouldn't even count that really as romantic to being in somewhat of a romantic ugh, relationship with Tamlin and to go from human bang boom to immortal bang boom. I'm sure Tamlin was a step up, not insulting Isaac. You do what you gotta do. I'm sure that was great. 
So I'm sure it was a step up. <laughs> she thinks she loves him. We can insult Isaac. <laughs> and I bet it's hard to just let go of that, especially after you have nearly killed yourself time and time again. Trauma bonded? Exactly. She's in a place where she is not ready to accept that this wasn't worth it for Tamlin. That Tamlin wasn't worth all the things she did. But he's not. And it wasn't. But it's not, and he wasn't. We know that. We have to keep reading to see when Pharaoh realizes that. Okay, we got one more, Libby. One more. It is literally on the second to last page of the entire book. It is page 415. Do you know what happens on page 415? I will read it for you. His eyes locked on mine, wide and wild, and his nostrils flared. Shock. Pure shock flashed across his features at whatever he saw in my face, and he stumbled back a step. Actually stumbled. Ah, that's so cute. One of the greatest moments was when we find out why he reacted that way. Why do you think this of all times, the cauldron decided that he they were going to show him what's, what's going on? I mean, he says later on in book two, maybe because I've read it so many times, she was high fade out. She was equally on the same playing field as him. And because of the strength. Okay. No, no, no. Why? Didn't happen the minute she turned Haifei then. Was this her first moment alone? I think, yeah, right? Yes, this would have been their first moment alone. Okay. And they probably weren't within a close enough proximity where he, maybe it's a smell thing or he scented his mate or something. I don't know. It just snapped into place. Oh, you know how SJM loves the smells. Them smells, them bath salts and crystals and candles. Question, do you think... This woman really, really loves perfume. You know? She's really about her scents. If she does, I would love to know what kind she wears. I'd be very interested so I could get a better mindset for like what smells her characters are supposedly smelling. Or, no, 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 her husband. I want to know what cologne Bestie's husband wears. Well, she says that he's got kind of like a citrusy, oceany smell, right? So interesting. I just need to know. That's all. Sorry. Okay. Is that why you think it happened? Because it was their first time together and alone? That's got to be it. Otherwise, I don't know. Maybe it's purely because that's the best way it could have happened literarily. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. I kind of would love to have seen it happen in the same room as Tamlin when she got brought back immediately. I would love for him, for Rhysan to have realized it and for Tamlin to be like, no. And Pharaoh to be like, what? Like, what's going on? And like, I would love to have seen that. Wait, that would have been so fun. Exactly. Like, that would have been a great, but we wouldn't have gotten the reveal later on from Rhysand because obviously we would have found out immediately what was happening. So that would have been beautiful. I feel like, and if there is SJM, please, please, if there's a, a, like a right, a rough draft right of like, Resand figuring it out in front of Tamlin and everyone being there. Like, I would love to see what that rough draft would have been because that, that I feel like would have been a very funny, like, oh shit moment. And then they've all got their powers back and Resand's like, no, don't, don't do it, Tamlin. <laughs> like, we get to see, but too much would have been revealed right away. So that would have been beautiful. Also, I would like to reiterate I know we said this on the first serial tea time. It has been so fucking hard mm-hmm. to read this book. And not want to throw up every three sentences. My high lord. You know how many gags I've had to edit out of our episodes? (laughs) Oh, so many. When she's like, we came back to the spring court to look at our land with our people. I'm like, nope. No, 
not your land, not your people. It doesn't take long in book three. It doesn't take long by book three for everyone to realize even Tamlin, the people of the Spring Court aren't even his people. Everything she's saying as people who have read all of the books, it's so cringy. But as first time readers, it's like, okay, I guess she found her place. I don't know. Good for her, I guess. Oh my God. How it ends with let's go home. <laughs> No, that's not your home. That's your literal fucking prison. Welcome to your next prison, lady. I remember when I first read it and I was thinking like I wasn't sure who I wanted Feyre to be with. I was struggling with trying to like Tamlin. I wasn't sure where it was going and what to expect. And like part of me had thought like, oh, Rhysan probably has a love interest and there probably is someone else or maybe she'll pair him off with somebody else later on in other books and I remember just feeling like I don't like that and I couldn't pinpoint why but I didn't like because I was okay with the idea of Lucian finding somebody and the idea of Rhysand I was like I don't know I feel like he's too flirty it would just feel not as good like it wouldn't have felt as sincere and good to find out he's just a player I don't know you know he's just a flirt with everybody and it was like I like the idea of him having a special place for Feyre and obviously we know that that's where it ends up but as my first read through, I really, I struggled with the idea of having to accept Rhysan with anyone else. I am so glad that we know what happens because I don't think I can emotionally handle reading this book again for the first time. Mm-mm. I'm also glad I want to ever fucking touch this book again. <laughs> ever. I'm also glad that Feyre is about to find out that she doesn't want to be with the person whose hair is just about as long as hers. The most annoying character that's ever existed. The most baby bitch, horrible character I've ever had. I know that there are people that are rooting for Tamla to get a redemption arc. Are you? Rot in hell. <laughs> Absolutely no. Not you. The, no. Ew. No. Okay. Because I get the Nesta arc. I get that. I've said that my Nesta's like my sister since day one of this podcast. I stand by that. And I stand by that because of the end. Mm-hmm. My sister went through a really rough divorce and came back and now has the happiest little family. And she found the love of her life and has two babies, one that's about to be born. And she has been through a lot of shit and it has made her a better person. Okay. I love that. I love Nesta's redemption arc. Do you know what Nesta never did? She wasn't ever truly evil at heart. Okay. I personally never felt like Nesta had truly malicious intent. Now, I feel like she had to lie about some stuff and maybe didn't always tell the truth and went through a really shitty, depressed time. I get that. But Tamlin has taken so much credit for shit he didn't do. He has lied to Figura from day one. He based their entire relationship on a lie. Mm -hmm. There's just so much I can't forgive Tamlin for. And I don't think he deserves goodness and her happiness. Yeah. I think he deserves to rot in his little house. And his wrecked little house because he threw a baby tantrum and ruined the house. I think he deserves everything that came to him. Do you think he doesn't? Because we might have a fight on our hands. I don't want one. That's for sure. I'm kind of just done. I, like, I'm kind of just done with this <laughs> crap. I don't want it. There's so many times that he just pisses me off. And like... I know that in book three, he saves Resand, like he offers that bit to say, but then turn around and by Silver Flames, he's just as much of a dick again to everybody. He doesn't learn his lessons. No, he doesn't. And, and like, but then he has moments where he's like in book four asking Resand 
do you think Feyre could ever forgive me? But then again, book five, he's a jerk. And it's just like, there's so much that's so frustrating. Do you think Feyre can forgive me? Because that benefits him. There's so much with Tamlin. I think he's a narcissist. I feel frustrated. But at the same time, I feel like if he wasn't going to get his redemption, he would have been dealt with already. Like Ianthe was or the King of Highburn was. Well, we don't know who his mate is. I, that's true. I feel like that's coming. I, the, well, I, I really like the theory that Amarantha was his mate. <laughs> kind of deserves it. Have you heard the theory that Elaine's his mate? I don't like that. I know. Have you heard the theory that Gwen's dad is Tamlin? Yeah, I feel like that's stretching. I know. There's theories. There's a lot of theories. I don't necessarily want to see the happy ending for Tamlin. I kind of just want to be done with Tamlin, but I expect that there's going to be one because he keeps coming back up. He keeps popping back up. He's gotten a lot of punishment, but it's like that hasn't been the end of his story. Like Ianthe was dealt with and that was over. The King of Hyvern was dealt with and it's over. I still stand by the fact that I hope this man dies. A horrible, slow death, alone, by himself, in that house, alone forever. Okay, thank you. Those are my thoughts. And if you don't know what we're referring to, and you listen to this episode anyway, despite the spoiler warning, <laughs> book two is going to be quite the roller coaster. Oh, I'm so excited. It genuinely is one of my favorite books. Oh, yeah. Just because there's such character growth in it. Yes. Y'all have already read it, so we're fine. I'm so excited to come home to my character. Does that make sense? Yes. We get Cassian and we get Asriel and Moore and Amran. Oh, they feel like, I know this sounds stupid, but you understand. They feel like my friends at this point. Yes. And so like, I have chills. When I was listening to the Audible, I'm listening to the one that's like the multiple characters yes. speaking. What's my favorite what too. Is that called? Do you know what, who does it? Graphic audio. Yeah. Okay. So I was listening to the graphic audio Audible book. And when they came in and I heard them knocking on the door of the townhouse and like Cassian and Az were just being basically assholes and we're being so funny and like more came in and I was just like, oh, my people, like I'm so excited to get to that point because right now it's been dragging through my least favorite characters and my least favorite books. Yeah. And I'm like, I know there's a reason I love this series. I just got to get to it. It's a lot of up close and personal with the people I don't want to be up close and personal with right now. So calling all dreamers. We want to hear from you. Send an email to a court of thorns and podcasts at gmail.com and tell us everything, how you found the series, your favorite characters or questions you have for us to the people who listen and the dreams that are answered. We'll see you next week. And remember, don't let the hard days win. No, we won't. We will not see you next week. Oh, and remember, we'll see you next season. Next season. Specifically January 4th. Yeah. We'll miss you guys. And remember, don't let the hard days win. Thank you can hear me from the dark, listening from the fight, makes me taking all my feelings, you in my head, you in my heart, I'm never in the dark. Um, so, um, it, it, uh, it, it um, <gasps> Um, 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 goodbye. Bye.